Welcome to Accelerate, the official podcast of the Ignite Prophetic Network. I hope this audio equips and inspires you to move deeper into the prophetic with greater accuracy and greater passion. That the enemy is, if we are not careful, going to come in with a massive blind side, something else that's going to be great, be, be, be harm to the human race, another virus, uh, a war, something else. I mean, we are so focused on this issue. The intercessors have been so hyper focused on this issue for so many months now. You got to know the enemy is wily. He's subtly crafty. And I'm sure, I'm, I'm quite sure that he is planning something. And if we don't get on the ball, back on the stick, and and be led by the Spirit to pray about, here's the thing, God's not a one-issue God. He's not a one-issue God. He's not a one-issue God. So when we only pray for one thing at the exclusion of everything else, you know, it's kind of like, you know, throwing up, uh, you know, juggling, right? Or that's not a good analogy because juggling, you're still holding all the balls. Um, When we focus on one issue to the exclusion of everything else, we can, we can end up with fires and fires and fires over here. If you're focused too much on your marriage only and you, you're not focused on your career, you won't succeed in your career. If you focus on your career and you're a workaholic, your family will fall apart. So what I'm saying is we need intercessors to begin to listen to the voice of God. And, you know, God's not a one issue God. Okay. He, I believe the enemy is cooking up something in the background and we need to begin to press it, uh, push it back. She also asked, does God change up something once he has spoken? No, God does not change his mind. Uh, and you can argue this with me if you want to. Well, God told Moses he was going to destroy the Israelites and start a new nation with Moses. God already knew that when he told this to Moses, that Moses would make intercession and cry out on behalf of the Israelites. God did not change his mind. God knows everything. God is immutable. I am the Lord. I change not. I can give you scripture after scripture after scripture that demonstrates that God does not change his mind. There's been some unfortunate translations of especially like the NIV or the NLT that says God changed his mind. God doesn't change his mind in that way. God changes his. uh, So before we were saved, before we were saved, we were on our way to hell. When we repented, we became part of the covenant that Christ cut by his blood. So God never changed his mind. We would have gone to hell if we didn't believe, but because we did believe, uh, we repented, we changed our mind. You understand? When we got saved, God didn't change his mind about us. God's will for us when we were unbelievers was always that we would come to the knowledge of the saving grace of, of, of God through Christ. That was always his mind for us. We were enemies in our mind toward him, but he loved us even before we were saved. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So when we got saved, God didn't change his mind about us. We changed our mind about him. Does that make sense? God never changed his mind about, he always wanted us to be saved. He created us in his image. He loved us even when we were sinners. It was only by his grace and and, and the measure of faith that we could even believe. So he set us up for salvation. He sent Jesus We changed our mind about him. That's why we're not going to hell. It's not because he changed his mind about us. God doesn't change his mind. God said he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, he said, should I tell Abraham what I'm going to do? Well, God knows the end from the beginning. The Bible says God knows the end from the beginning. God is omniscient. He knows everything. He didn't change his mind. He knew that Abraham would pray. He didn't change his mind about Nineveh. 
God sent Jonah to Nineveh to pronounce judgment. Well, judgment didn't happen. Jonah didn't miss it. Jonah didn't have an inaccurate prophecy. Jonah himself knew that if he went and preached repentance, that the people of Nineveh would repent. And he didn't want them to repent because he was a nationalist. He was a nationalistic prophet. Nineveh was an enemy of of Israel. So he didn't want Nineveh to repent. That's why he was so mad. And that's why he ran to Tarshish. That's why he ran away because he knew they would repent. God didn't change his mind about Nineveh. Nineveh changed their mind about God. So God doesn't change his mind. It's just not theologically sound uh, to suggest that. So God didn't, didn't will for Trump to win, then change his mind. It was still God's will, I believe, for Trump to win. However, the people voted for Biden. But here's the thing. The prophets didn't pro- the prophets who prophesied this didn't prophesy tr- Trump will win unless there's election fraud. They didn't prophesy Trump will win unless the, the election is stolen. They didn't prophesy any conditions, many of them. Some of them may have, but I'm talking about the extreme things we're hearing and seeing now that is leaving so many of you confused. God doesn't change his mind. There were no conditions on the prophecies. Uh, they stated it as fact. Some even said Biden will never step foot in the White House. Before the elections, most prophetic voices came out and declared Trump would be president. Um, precious, I think it was Emma that wrote this. Um, I would not say most. I would stay away from that. I would say many um, because I didn't prophesy it. Cindy Jacobs didn't prophesy it. Chuck Pierce didn't prophesy it. Bill Hammond didn't prophesy it. So none of the elders uh, prophesied it. The Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders on which I sit, not one person on that council, and there's about 40, not one prophesied it. Um, so I wouldn't say most prophetic voices prophesied it. I would say many, perhaps some. Um, anyway, your question is, these prophetic voices came out and declared Trump would be president. Why is this happening in the church today? That most prophecies given don't manifest as spoken, even personal prophecies. Um, I think that a lot of people are speaking out of uh, their soul. See, prophecy um, or it's not really prophecy if it doesn't come from God, because the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus, according to the book of Revelation. But uh, we see prophetic utterances or what are marked or labeled or people say the Lord said. And just because people say the Lord would say to you or thus say it, the Lord doesn't mean the Lord is saying it. So prophecy can come from the human spirit. And there's a lot of good things in the human spirit, but it doesn't make it doesn't make it prophecy. Right. It, it, prophecy can only come from God. But but, but 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 when people release prophetic words and they're speaking on behalf of God, they could really be speaking from their own spirit. And there's a lot of good things in their spirit. Right. They could be speaking from their soul, their biases, their political uh, affections, preferences. Uh, and we see that that does happen. It's not a new thing. It's happened forever. Uh, not forever, but uh, it's happened for a long time. And we see that prophecy can come from demon spirits. Uh, the girl in in uh, Thyatira with the spirit of divination was prophesying an accurate word to Paul, but it was coming from a wrong spirit. So, you know, prophecies that that things that God didn't say, God doesn't have any any obligation to back up words that are spoken in his name just because they're spoken in his name. Okay, so, um, you know, it just doesn't work that way. There's an error going through the body of Christ right now. 
that says that we can have a Samuel anointing that will make it so that none of the words we prophesy will ever fall to the ground. Now, we know that Samuel, God said this of Samuel, none of Samuel's words fell to the ground. But Samuel was an Old Testament prophet. He was an oracle for God. He could not miss it. It wasn't possible in the Old Testament for a true prophet to miss it. In the New Testament, it is possible for a true prophet to miss it because the prophetic word sometimes gets mixed up with our soul. We add in our opinion. We continue prophesying once God has stopped talking. We put a period on what God said instead of a comma. We don't wait for him to tell us everything he said. We get excited. We stop short of releasing the full revelation. There's a lot of reasons why people miss it. And I'm actually going to be teaching a class on that in School of the Prophetic at schoolofthespirit.tv. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want more information on Ignite, including the Company of Seers, the Lighthouses, the Company of Scribes, and everything we have to offer, visit ignitenow.org. That's ignitenow.org.